Hello and welcome to the Today Not Tomorrow podcast. My name is Oscar Isaacson and this podcast is brought to you by TNT Fitness. This podcast is sponsored by Whoop. Whoop helps you measure your recovery. If you want to get a free strap in the first month for free, go to join.whoop.com slash TNT. Have you ever tried a supplement and then after a week or so, you weren't sure if it was helping or not? With the Whoop strap, it always gives you feedback on how well you are recovering. So when you try something new, you can see very clearly if you're doing better, same or worse. I recently tried a new supplement for two weeks and actually saw worse scores in general over two weeks. So I probably wouldn't have caught this on my own. So it's going to save you time. It's going to save you money. It's going to help streamline your training. The next event we have coming up at the gym is going to be Memorial Day. We are going back to doing the Murph workout. There's going to be a 8 a.m. class and a 9 a.m. class. If you're not signed up already, make sure you get signed up. Murph is actually the monthly benchmark as well. So maybe you're out of time. Tom, you can't make Monday if you come in Tuesday or Wednesday. You will have the option to do Murph if you want to. Nine out of 10 people are not going to do Murph RX. So if you see this workout on the website and you feel like, yikes, I'm not going to do that. That's not for me. There's scaled versions. There's going to be swift versions. There's going to be plenty of options. We're going to have a time cap. We're going to have guidelines. So everyone is not going to be uh, forced to do a one mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, one mile run. That is a crazy workout. Nine out of 10 people are not going to do this RX. This is uh, Michael Murphy's Thursday or Tuesday workout. This is for Navy SEALs. So we're just going to the gym to have fun, work out, work on our fitness. So we're going to scale this bad boy. Today's topic is going to be a quick research review. I found a couple of good articles and studies that we're going to take a quick glance at. This first one is from Found My Fitness and Dr. Rhonda Patrick. She's a good follow if you want to check her out on Twitter, Instagram, all this stuff. This first study looked at antihistamines. I'm going to quote from the article, Men given an antihistamine one hour before high-intensity interval exercise for six weeks did not have improvements in aerobic or mitochondrial capacity, glycemic control, or muscle blood vessel health compared to men that were given a placebo. I haven't seen a study like this before. Maybe it's been around for a while. I personally don't take any antihistamines because I don't have any allergies, but I know that a lot of people do and that this is probably a pretty common uh, problem. This is one small study. It's with men and it's a certain type of antihistamines as well too. So you don't want to draw too many conclusions from one study, but it's something to think about, look into. People take a lot of pills these days, and sometimes it's easy just to look at the pros and forget about the cons, but whenever you take something, there is always a con, and sometimes what sounds really good on paper ends up being not great for exercise. I've talked about this before on the podcast. Ice doesn't really help you heal anything. Ibuprofen doesn't really help you heal anything. A high-dose a vitamin after working out slows down the adaptation to exercise. So ideally, you do your workout, you eat good food, you rest. The body knows what to do. You don't have to help the body out with ibuprofen and some ice and some vitamins and then some antihistamines. Whenever you add something to it, 
you have the potential of messing with the natural response that is going to work on its own as long as you give it time, the building blocks, and enough circulation. I'm not giving out medical advice on this podcast, but if I myself had allergies and I took antihistamines, I would try and look at lifestyle factors as much as possible to try and reduce uh, the usage of it. It sounds like less is more, and if I were to take some antihistamines, I would try and take that as far away from exercise if possible, just to make sure that it doesn't interfere with exercise. The second article is from Find My Fitness as well, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. I'm going to quote from the article, A controlled experiment found that people who spent 90 minutes walking in nature experienced decreased rumination and negative feelings. They also had a decreased activity in a brain region associated with maladaptive thought and behavioral withdrawal compared to people that walked for 90 minutes in an urban area, end of quote. One of the best things you can do for your brain is low intensity exercise. High intensity is obviously good too, but you can't always go high intensity. You got to go low intensity as well too. Walking, riding, an easy jog. These are things that help increase the blood flow to your brain. You're going to have great ideas. You're going to solve problems. You're going to help put the stuff in the proper file cabinet. This is very helpful for people. In this study, they had one group, they walked in nature and one group that walked in an urban area. The people that went into nature, they saw even better benefits. So walking, riding, easy jog, those are all great for your brain and it's going to help increase blood flow. And if you can do this in nature, it becomes even better. It's going to lower cortisol, it's going to lower stress. You get the sunlight exposure, it's going to help you sleep better at night, you get more REM sleep, your brain's going to heal itself better again. This is a vicious cycle that a lot of people get stuck in. Get outside, get moving. It's tough to do at first, but you always feel better once you get back home. The third article is from Found My Fitness as well. Quote, Seniors who consumed 150 grams of cooked mushrooms weekly performed better on neuropsychological tests and had a 50% reduced risk of cognitive decline. We all know someone that used to be sharp and then you see them decline and they get slower and slower. Maybe it's yourself feeling like I used to be much sharper, much quicker, but now it's just not the same. This study shows that it's a huge effect from the mushrooms. 50% reduced risk of cognitive decline. This is from mushrooms only. This could be golden mushrooms, oyster mushrooms, shiitake mushrooms. They have just a long list of mushrooms in there. It doesn't really matter. You just need to make sure that you eat some mushrooms. It's fun to see studies like this, and it's sad to see how little attention it gets. If this was a pill that Big Pharma came out with, or if this was a new fancy supplement, it would have way more marketing behind it, it would have a much bigger splash. But now stuff like this, it kind of falls by the wayside because mushroom, there's no big mushroom out there pushing this, we're gonna have to do that ourselves. So when you go to the grocery store, make sure you buy some mushroom, do that every week, eat it raw, cook it, whatever you do, just make sure that you get some mushrooms down because it obviously has some great benefits. And if you say, I don't like mushrooms, I'm not going to pick them up, then 
you're already too far down. Your cognitive decline is in real bad shape because then you're choosing to not eat mushrooms because it's a little bit icky instead of protecting your brain. So for some of you out there, you like it, you're going to keep buying it. For some of you, you don't like it, but you're going to buy it anyway and eat it. That's awesome. It's going to grow on you. And for some of you out there, the cognitive decline, it's gotten so poorly that you're just going to choose not to eat mushroom at all. And I wish you the best of luck. The final study I'm going to talk about, it's also from Found My Fitness. I'm going to quote right here. Participants that rinsed their mouth with a pink artificially flavored low calorie drink increased their exercise performance by 4.4% compared to those using the same drink with no pink color, end of quote. I'm super fascinated about placebos and this study right here just shows that the people that thought they got the good stuff had a better performance than the people that thought they got the regular stuff. So this just shows that if you think you have a little bit more in you, you have a little bit more in you. That's how it works. I've talked about a study before where they tricked people into thinking that they were giving them steroids and they were performing much better than the other baseline group of people that thought that they weren't getting steroids. You always have a little bit more to go. You can always push a couple of extra paces, a couple more reps. Just make sure that you tell yourself a positive story, try and hype yourself up. It makes a huge difference in the long run. The quote of the week is, don't allow your rituals to become your ruts. It's good to have consistency and a pattern. It helps you stay anchored and in control, but sometimes it can lock you down and stop you from getting to the next level or to reach your goals. Maybe you're someone that says, I work out on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and that's it. If you have a new goal, if you're not happy with how you're doing, if you wanna achieve something else, Maybe it's time to break up that ritual a little bit that's become a rut. Maybe it's time to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Maybe you're going to up your workouts by one more day. Break that ritual to see if you can squeeze a little bit more out of your performance. And sometimes it's a ritual that does not help you out at all. Maybe it's your Friday night meal. It's always six IPAs. It's a pizza and it's a Ben and Jerry's. That is my ritual and now it's become a rut. It's time to mix that up a little bit. It's time to cut the IPAs in half, swap out the pizza for something a little bit better and maybe trade out the Ben and Jerry's for a Halo Top. You don't have to go complete cold turkey, but if you do the same thing over and over again, especially with cravings, you start anticipating it and you crave something just because it's what you always do. Don't allow your rituals to become your ruts. Sometimes you need to up your workout performance, you need to up something that you're doing, and sometimes you need to cut something out. <laughs>